Welcome back to Godfidence. Confidence is a powerful word. If you don't have confidence when you pray, that's 90% of a prayer. Because the word faith means intense expectation. One thing a born-again person has to totally understand is at some point you have to take Scripture personal. See, the Bible is a secret-coded book written by God's Holy Spirit through human beings directed to your born-again spirit. That's why non-born-again people really can't understand the Bible. It's not their fault. It's written by a spirit to our spirit. So you cannot read it with your brain. The Bible says that born-again Christians should walk the earth as ambassadors, bringing heaven down to earth. That's what Jesus said in what was called the Lord's Prayer. When the apostles asked him how to pray, he said, bring heaven down here to earth. You should Google and search how many times Jesus spoke about the kingdom. You would be shocked. See, Scripture empowers all of us born-again Christians how to excel over evil. We're not supposed to be under evil. We're supposed to dominate evil. And how do we do that? By the anointing that's given to every one of us as the source of our power to overcome evil. See, at some point it's critical that you translate the word Christ in your Bible study. Christ was not Jesus' last name. You know, I remember when I sent my daughter to a Christian school, and she said, Dad, you always pray in Jesus' name, but all the teachers and pastors at my school, they pray in Christ's name. I told her, Christ isn't his name. Jesus said, go to the Father and ask him anything in my name. Do you see how the enemy has confused people? That they'll say the word Christ, almost like they say the, name, the word Jesus, but Christ was not Jesus' last name. Christ is simply a Greek word that never got translated into English. I believe it's a conspiracy that the devil has done to confuse us Christians. So all the name Christ means is the anointing. So I crossed off in my Bible every word said Christ, and I put in the words the anointing. Jesus, the anointing, or Jesus, the anointed one. And now we're going to talk about how I changed myself from the inside out. That's everybody's question to me. Everybody says, Greg, I've heard from Blahoviak. I've heard from your family. I've heard from your office manager, Al, that you used to be so shy at the post office 
that when he when you were talking to him, as soon as a third person walked up, you just slid away. I used to be extremely shy. I used to be extremely insecure. I used to think extremely small. But then I got born again. And then all of a sudden now, I started to read Jeremiah 1.5. But I didn't read Jeremiah 1.5 once. I've spent hundreds of hours meditating on Jeremiah 1.5. See, most people read the Bible like a book. It's not a book. It's a secret coded book that you're supposed to take one scripture and meditate on it, and it'll change you from the inside out. You see, when you read Jeremiah 1.5, and you've, you've studied it like I and many born-again Christians have come, have done, you will transform yourself. Because what did he say in Jeremiah 1.5? He said, I knew you when you were in your mother's womb. Do you understand the power of that? He said, I knew you before you were in your mother's womb. You and I sat down. You're a spirit. You were invisible. And Jesus is saying, I knew you before you even went in your mother's womb. And we had a long talk with each other. And there was a testimony scroll that you and I agreed to. That's what Jesus says in Jeremiah 1.5. And then he says, I sanctified you, which means... I've separated you from everybody else. You're not like, like everybody else. You're individual. I, then he said, I ordained you. You know what that means? It means that he planted in you as a little infant in your mother's womb a dream. And then he said, what I did was I put everything in your DNA. I put everything in your spirit that would give you everything you need to have every one of your dreams come true. That's why when you were a little boy and you were a little girl, you used to have dreams. And so what happened? We, we started asking our parents questions. And because our parents are more in the natural realm, they gave us answers that were not spiritual. They gave us answers that were in the natural realm or the flesh realm. And so I was very confused. And so as a little child, I watch all these little kids. They're spirits. They were with Jesus. They're born. That's why everybody looks, loves to look in the eyes of a little baby because they know they were precious and they were with the Lord not a long time ago. But then these little kids who were born champions... All of a sudden, because their parents pass on every one of their dysfunctions. And where did our parents get their dysfunction from? Their parents. And where did it all go back to? We inherited the fall of Adam and Eve. See, Adam and Eve, when they were created, were spirits. And they were perfect. And Adam named over a million animals. And because he could hear God's spirit speaking to his spirit, when God brought a giraffe in front of him, he said the word giraffe because his spirit heard the name giraffe. And so Adam and Eve were perfect. And God said to them, go to the tree of life, but don't you dare go to the tree of knowledge or go to evil. Because see, as long as you're thinking positive things and you're talking positive things, you're going to get them. That's why God wants us to speak scriptures, 
not problems. But the enemy deceived Adam and Eve to go to the tree of knowledge of good or evil. There wasn't a fruit at that tree. It was the words out of the mouth. And when they started speaking negatives out of their mouth, then God had to move them out of the Garden of Eden. And guess what? Now they had to be in their mental state. They couldn't be in the spiritual state anymore because they had to leave heaven and they were disconnected from God. And then the, because God gave the earth to Adam and Eve, God couldn't send a savior. He had to have prophets prophesying a, a savior's coming, a Messiah's coming. Why do you think that the God gave the prophets words in their spirit so that the people could speak it out because the only thing that happens on earth is when we speak. So when we speak scripture out, we bring God on the scene. When we criticize people, we open a door for the devil. That's why I hated it when people ripped Obama or they ripped Trump because what they're doing is the opening the door for the enemy to come walking right into the earth. And don't blame Adam and Eve for bringing the enemy into the earth. All of us are responsible for that. And once you admit that, because the scripture says, if you committed one sin, you committed all sin. So I know now that maybe I only worried and doubted as sins, but I committed murder. I committed all the heinous crimes. Why? Because the scripture says sin is sin. And if you commit one sin, you commit all sins. But Jesus bore every sin on the cross. So do you see what happens when you start meditating on Jeremiah 1.5? That's just one little scripture. I could probably talk for eight hours on it, but I won't do it to you. But he says to you, I knew you start receiving that from him. But I know most of you aren't going to do this. This took a lot of work for me to change my old habits, the old ways that I think. I had to renew my mind. I had to find out who I was in Christ. Do you know that there's 160 scriptures that either say in Christ, in him, in whom? And I was so sick of losing in life that I spent two years meditating on those 160 scriptures. I read them into my spirit every day. Because I wanted my wife to be free. I wanted my children to be free. I wanted to be successful in every area of my life. I wanted to have a great marriage, which my wife and I do for 44 years. I wanted to have great relationships with my children and my grandchildren. I wanted to be successful in business and now make over seven-figure passive income. I wanted to be a great neighbor. I wanted to encourage people like I do on my Instagram. I wanted to encourage people like I do on these podcasts every day. You see, I wanted to become an ambassador for God, for good. Not my own selfish reasons. God's taking care of me because I'm a tither. When you become a, God, a tither, God's obligated to take care of you. But if you don't know any of these things, guess what? You live and you die. That's what happened to my parents. That's what happened to my grandparents. That's what happened to my great-grandparents. Probably all the way back to Adam and Eve. But I wanted to break that curse over my family. And so I took time to study the Bible. I separated myself. And you can do the same thing. I'm not better than you. Because the moment we were born again, we were all given the same measure of faith. Mine just maybe is more developed than yours. That's all. But you can get it too. If Greg Cap can do it and transform his entire life, you can too. That's the reason I have confidence.
podcast because I don't care if one kid in Brazil takes what I'm given here and turns his entire life around and I'm up in heaven looking down saying, look at that one kid. He has turned around all of Brazil. He's now the president of Brazil. Hey, God bless each and every one of you and may God empower each and every one of you.